It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Regular Leanne Rhymes over there. Obviously. Casey, good morning. Good morning. How are you on this Tuesday? Well, you know how it goes. It's yeah. the worst day of the week, but we're pushing through. You always say that Tuesdays are bad, but I feel like... Tuesdays are an indicator that we survived Monday, right? No, I think Wednesday is the indicator that we survived Tuesday. Okay. And then we're on our way. Yeah, right? Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, nothing to look forward to. Everything's too far away. Yeah. Wednesday is the start of the Yellow Brick Road to Oz. Hump day. And hump day, yes. $1.1 billion is what the Mega Millions is at. Oh my gosh, that really... That climbed really fast. Yeah, yeah, as it does. It seems to be doing that a lot these days. Yeah. We were at two point whatever billion in the last one. At this rate, they've got me tricked into thinking I'm bound to win the lottery at some point in my life. Yeah. Because we, I've been playing more recently than I ever have, I feel like, well, my odds are obviously in my favor. Are you playing in the office pool yet? Yes, I got to send okay. some money in. That's good. Yeah, you need to do that before noon today. Otherwise, they get very grumpy around here. Mm. I would like to do an experiment. Hypothesis. If I win $1.1 billion, then I will be happy. That's my hypothesis. I'll be the guinea pig. I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team, and I'll win the money, and we'll see if someone, Remy becomes happier. Or if someone comes to assassinate you and take the money. <laughs> that is not part of the experiment, Casey. Your wife is like, finally, my time's arrived. Jeez. <laughs> That got morbid real fast. Anyways, when I do win, apparently I'm locking myself in the vault with the money. That's what I would do. Get away from me. Uh, we've got tickets to see Wynonna for the last time during the Judd's final tour coming to Shafitz Arena on February 4th in the 8 o'clock. Your chances are a lot better at winning that at a good morning. Thank you so much for hanging out. It is 92.3 W.I.L. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. One of our Hot Country Nights artists is channeling Taylor Swift, and I love it. So Kylie Morgan is taking the stage at Ballpark Village on March 3rd. She will open for Priscilla Block. If you don't know who Kylie Morgan is just by her name, it's kind of understandable. She hasn't had a ton of radio hits just yet, but she's great. And she has this song that's gone viral on TikTok for asking girls to be your bridesmaids. She got me through her school. She'd probably post my bail. She's the one who'd get me drunk. If you know her anything without really knowing her, that's definitely what it's from. Yeah. You've heard that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm excited to see her too. You've you've talked her up a lot and I've seen her on TikTok here and there, but I really want to see her live in concert. I think it's going to be awesome. And now she's telling the story about her very first gig, how she was so nervous to go on stage and do her thing that she almost had to just channel someone else's energy, like pretend to emulate someone else to give her her own strength to do that. Obviously, that person was Taylor Swift. So I went to Walmart and got a very gold, glittery $12 dress. And I sang Picture to Burn by Taylor Swift <laughs> in my little sparkly gold dress and cowboy boots. And um, just knew from right then and there, I was so nervous, but it was such a thrilling experience. And it was like such an adrenaline high that I'd never had. And uh, it was the first time that I've just felt so alive. And I knew from then on that that's what I wanted to do. Fake it till you make it, you know? All it took was one gold dress from Walmart. 
and boom, she was in. Yeah. Did you find yourself doing that at the beginning of your career? Like you almost had to pretend you were somebody else just to get into the motions of doing it? My parents had a a bar in the basement of the house I grew up in. Okay. And I would set up my like turntables on top of the bar and I would DJ to nobody in the basement. That's funny. Yeah, I would have a whole flat out like rave in the basement to nobody. That's got, hilarious. I got some of those like disco balls that you get at Radio Shack back in the day. And it was, it was, you know, it's it's everything that you would think it would be. A kid just living his dreams. I had these goggles that I would wear. It was ridiculous. But well, yeah, fake it till you make it. See, now you're here now. It all works out. And that's the power of manifestation. You can see Kylie open up for Priscilla Block at Hot Country Nights on March 3rd. I just posted the link to get tickets and check it out on the 92.3 WAL Facebook page. Remy and Casey. Casey, I had a friend in college who always said, every once in a while, I'll drink water just to surprise my liver. I hate when people say that. You're really not impressing me with that. Well, I mean, this wasn't an impressive statement. He actually, that was legit. I have... Like, if he wasn't drinking all the time. Yeah, I know. I've had friends in the past where I like people in my life who have said things like that, and I'm like... Yeah, okay, okay. Well, uh, it's the new year. And a lot of people have a lot of New Year's resolutions, losing weight, all the things, right? The thing that has taken me by surprise the most is this trend of a Stanley cup, which is like a Yeti with a handle the on water it. water bottles. The water yes. bottle. Yes. So everybody and their mother on TikTok has one of these things. Yeah. If you, if you can find it. If you can find the $40 water bottle. That's the thing. It is a $40 water bottle. And it really is, you know, back very 2018-ish, like the Yetis were massive. I have Even a like Yeti 2012-ish, probably. And I've got my uh, hydro flask here. And they have the um like attachable handle that you can slide the Yeti cup into. Yeah. This is essentially that. <coughs> Except the handle is attached and they come in all kinds of nice colors. Yeah. So that's not actually, a, so Casey has been bringing in this giant water bottle that's not not a Stanley, but it has the same look and feel. Oh, yeah. It has a slimmer base so that it can fit into the cup holder of your car. Yeah, but that's I, the best part. I'm really thinking that the, the length of this thing is like impeding when you're driving. This is a foot tall for sure. Does your elbow hit that thing when you're like driving around? No, Remy. Oh my gosh. Because I'm not, no. It's huge. Moshing in my driver's seat. So this is definitely like a foot tall, but it fits into your cup holders, which is great. It's got this yeah. straw that comes with it, but it's like compressed so that no leakage or spillage is coming out anywhere. Great. Which rocks, because you know, when I'm moving, I'm moving. I don't need water splashing around. Sure. So what's the water thing? I mean, what's everybody, obviously drinking water is good for you. All the things that, you know, significantly affects energy, brain function, helps your skin, headaches, all the things. What right. What is the water for you it's in cute. the new year? It's cute. <laughs> Seriously? The bottle is cute. It's white. Hashtag bride to be. The only thing I'm buying this year are white things. And also, I'm not going to lie. I noticed at the end of 2022, my pee was kind of cloudy, like regularly. And I mean, like regularly. Can we talk about this on the air? No, I don't think so. I was just going to say, I don't think I'm allowed to say something like that. Oh, man. But since I did, I will say ever since getting my new cute, huge water bottle. That's crystal clear. 
crystal. It's like Pepsi crystal. Like you remember that? Water flowing from the Colorado mountains. Spring water, crystal clear. So what is your goal? How many ounces a day? I don't know how many ounces this is, but I, I have been drinking three to four of these. Okay, it looks like a 32-er, I'd say, maybe 32 ounces. You're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces. So for me, that'd be like, I don't know, I'm like 220, that'd be like 110 ounces. Yeah. Oh, I got that covered then for okay. sure. Because everybody's, you know, they'll, they'll walk around with their gallon or whatever. That's the Experts say that's it's okay. You're not going to hurt yourself by doing that, mm -hmm. but it's it might be a little excessive. So are we going to post my water bottle to Facebook? It's up. So that, okay, good. So then you can go see what we're talking about and also probably get your own because if your wife or if you don't have one already, you're going to want one. Are you selling these things now? I have a link. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Show us your vessels. We want to see your water vessels for the new year on the Facebook page. Search 92.3 W.I.L. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. The Georgia Bulldogs bludgeoned their way to back-to-back. Back-to-back championships. 65-7 is the final for the Dogs. The Georgia Bulldogs. You're back-to-back -back college football champions beating TCU last night. Not even a game, really. 65-7. to seven. Wow. It's a big score. Who are the Georgia Bulldogs country fans? Casey. <clears throat> Jason Aldean, Thomas Rhett, John Langston, Travis Denning, Kane Brown, Charles Kelly of Lady A, the Zach Brown Band, and there's got to be more that I'm not thinking of. See, I know that, I know that we've got a lot of country artists that are big Georgia fans. But I feel like TCU wins for the best mascot. What is their mascot? A frog? The horned frogs. Yeah, that's Come right. on. You see a horned frog in the wild, you're running the other way. You're scared. You've seen a bulldog. You're like, yeah, come on up. I'll, I'll pet you a little scratch on the head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not, not even really a game last night. I checked in a couple times and I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's they're like five touchdowns away from this. So it's probably not going to happen. Uh, so congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. If you are a Georgia fan, congratulations to you as well. DeMar Hamlin is heading back to Buffalo one week after he had to be resuscitated on the field and transferred to a hospital in critical condition. Hamlin's doctors have announced that he has officially been discharged from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. He is currently on his way to Buffalo where he'll be transferred to another hospital. So he doesn't get to go home yet, but he will be closer to home. Right. That's good news. Uh, his doctors say that he'll be transferred to another hospital under very capable and excellent medical care. This is the next stage of his recovery. Upon arrival, Hamlin's medical team in Buffalo will observe and monitor the athlete to ensure that there's no impact on the flight to his con or his, the fight to his condition or his lungs from the travel. So that's and good. He's still awake, right? Or was that yeah. he just like okay? Yeah, that's what I thought. He is awake. He is uh, communicating all the good stuff. So nice. Like I go back to when the doctors say he's awake and he is home. Like mentally, he's there. Yeah. Which after dying twice, is hard to believe. Mm -hmm. Honestly, your brain function can go way down after you've been dead for minutes on end and your brain lacks the oxygen so uh i know all those teammates are very excited and yeah we're happy for him as well so uh we'll keep you posted on his journey as we do the blues will take on the flames tonight at home puck drop at seven you can find more on the facebook page 92.3 wil trending now it's keeping up with casey on 92.3 wil Chris Harris 
Simpson is breaking his silence about the exit from The Bachelor. So former host of The Bachelor, Chris Harrison, opened up about his departure from the show with a brand new podcast that he just released yesterday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the most dramatic podcast ever. I am your host, Chris Harrison. That's something we haven't heard in a long time. Chris Harrison hosted The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise for 20 years before he left the franchise just a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Um, all after an interview that ignited allegations of racism. Gotcha. Uh, I always get Chris Harrison mixed up with Chris Hansen, the To Catch a Predator guy. Just their names, not their looks. But you know who Chris Harrison is. Yes. And when I used to watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette with my wife... That was fine. I don't know that... Does he really make that much of a difference on the show? He really does. So after... So I'll say this. Once Chris Harrison was let go, that is also, conveniently, the time that I stopped watching the show. Okay. Because they would bring in other Bachelor Nation stars to host it, or they would try new hosts from, you know, like the sports world or something to try and fill that spot. And no one really could because he held it for 20 years. Yeah. And I think he set such a precedent that nobody else could live up to. So now I don't know if like his contract is up and he can finally start saying things or an NDA or I don't know. But now is his time and he's really letting it all out on his new podcast about how he felt when he ultimately had to be let go. I was heartbroken. I was gutted. I was embarrassed. I was mad at myself. I was disappointed in myself. The last thing in the world I ever wanted to do was be an agent of anything negative. And I think most people that actually care about the Bachelor world can agree that like no one ever wanted that from him, but everyone kind of missed him as a host. That's play devil's advocate here, but didn't he kind of play in that negative territory as kind of a producer on the show, right? Didn't he? He was a producer, yeah. Yeah, didn't he like push bachelors and bachelorettes down the path of like, maybe you should. No, I do think... Maybe you shouldn't. I do think most of the people in the... I think it's clear when you watch it that he stayed very one-sided, but there were definitely like the devils within the producers that were making things happen. Yeah. But I think to keep him in a certain light, they kept him out of the bad stuff. Either way... I would say that cancel culture got the best of Chris Harrison through that experience since we haven't heard from him in two years until now. And now he's making these big statements on his podcast, almost uh, threatening to spill the tea about what really went down at ABC. I'm sure there are a lot of people, well, a few people that are sitting in Hollywood right now nervous as hell that I am doing a podcast. And I guess I would say to those people, if you're nervous... Maybe you should be. Ooh. If you need me, I'll be in the fantasy suite. Thank you. I'll be making all this money off a new podcast. You can call me when you're ready for me to come back. Jeez. Because the franchise has really kind of gone downhill recently. Recently? I would say within the last two to three years, yeah. Okay. I feel like it lost its mystique for me a long time ago. Well, yeah, because you grew up and you got married and you had kids. And I think everything lost its mystique. Damn. No, you remind me of that like all the time. 
I'm going to exit the building right now and go cry my face off. just got tired, honestly. <laughs> and that show's on like three times a week. The, mistake, the mystique is gone for Remy. It has been for years. It's on way too much to keep up with. Oh, my gosh. But I will post um, the link to his first episode to that podcast, the most dramatic podcast ever, on our Facebook page. You can go ahead and give us a follow on the socials at 923WIL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, do you still have your Christmas decorations up? Girl, I had a whole house reset on January 3rd. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. She's got, actually, if you would like to know, my Christmas tree is in my car in the parking lot right now on her way to Goodwill after work today. Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's a fake tree. Yeah, I've had okay. it forever. 41% of Americans say they still have some of their holiday decorations up and 17% or about one in six people say they have all of them up. That's me. Have you not taken down any decorations yet. promised that you were going to take down your decorations within the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. I lied to you. Not real. So I think as if we're, if, if I'm being honest, if we have them down by Super Bowl, we're ahead of the game. What? One year we had our tree up till April. It was not a good thing. My birthday's rolling around and I was like, yeah, we should probably take that down. Now. Oh my God. What's the point? Isn't it just like kind of cluttering now? Like, isn't it just kind of oh, like, yeah. it's ah, awful. get it out of here. It has here. nothing to do with the fact that I enjoy the decorations being up more to do with the fact that I just don't want to put them away because it's time and effort. But and you don't stuff. even, you just pick them up and you take it downstairs and you don't even have to take the things off. Not anymore. I wish that was, it was that easy, but it's not. And there's so much glitter involved. Anyways. It's been 16 days since Christmas, 47 days since Thanksgiving, so a lot of people still have them up. Just want to let you know that we're approaching the 60-day mark since Thanksgiving. Uh, the poll asked people for the latest month that it is acceptable for your Christmas decorations to be up. 50% said January. Now, I don't know why I have to say this, but if you're on Team Real Tree and you look at the tree and you think, I'm going to eat it, don't do that. Apparently, there's this article going around right now saying that you can eat your tree saying that your tree is edible mm. which it is but there's experts that are saying you don't know where it came from you don't know the pesticides they use you don't know all the things you also probably don't know the correct way to do so yeah so i guess you can put it in teas seasonals uh teas or seasoning from your tree but both doctors say steer clear unless you know you have a non-poisonous pine and it hasn't been treated with chemicals. Right. You don't know, know that. I didn't know that pines were poisonous. Right. Me right. either. I guess it's a good thing I've never had a real tree. Yeah. Uh, I posted out the article on the Facebook page that says, don't eat your tree. I don't know. I've never looked at a, a Christmas tree and been like, man, I really want to put that in my coffee this morning. <laughs> either way. What I'm saying is I'll let you have January with your tree up. Okay. That stuff better be down by February. Okay. I'm, I'm doing it for you, Casey. Remy and Casey. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. We're joined by the star of The Courtney Show, <laughs> Tim Convey. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm so good. I've never uh, been on WIL before right oh now. Gosh. So welcome. I just realized that as I started talking. So yeah, I'm excited. How are you guys? Uh, doing fantastic. You're, uh, you're performing here soon, and I want to talk about that, but I do want to ask, what's your setting 
on your uh, on, on your, your car on your car here. You defrost guy, or you like like when air you get in in the, in face the morning, guy. where's the air point? Yeah, I dealt with it this morning. I just keep hitting things until I can see out of my window. It's so gotcha. I don't have a regular thing. I think more than anything, I'm that number two setting, which is it, it shooting air at feet. my face and my feet, face yeah. and feet. But okay. the, when the, I will never understand the proper way to defrost my windshield. Yeah, you just kind of turn it on there and just you gotta let it go. But you you can't be in the you you can't be out of your car though because in in St. Louis someone will steal your car. Yeah, that is right. I do not I don't mess with that. Even yeah. I live in what you would think is a safe place, but they still take you the cars. Take but here, well, no, I'm not gonna make myself sound stupid. It's so it's cold outside. Is the idea of defrost? You're heating it from the inside and you're changing the whole windshield yeah. temperature. temperature yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I've because I for a minute I thought well no you need to cool it so that it matches and then you'll be able to see. You understand what you're, I'm saying? You're warming, that makes absolutely you're, zero sense. You're warming so it up. Go hot all the way. All, all yes. the way, yeah. So yeah. Can, is it, we should cut this part. but <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving it in. Now it's I in. Know. Uh, Tim, you're performing this weekend. You said Streets of St. Charles. Streets of St. Charles, funny bone. It's, it's still fairly new. A lot of people haven't been out there. Uh, Streets of St. Charles is awesome. And then this new club is fantastic. So it's my first time headlining a weekend there. And uh, I'm pumped. We got six shows Thursday through Sunday. Uh, great comics opening up. Angela Smith, Sean O'Brien. And it's just, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Streets of St. Charles. That's a, is that brand new complex? It's like right off the highway. Yes. Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's actually been there a little bit, but yeah, it's just so right over the, uh, right over the bridge there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, in comparison, in comparison to all the historic stuff in St. Charles, I feel like it's brand new. No, it is, that is brand true. new. It's so super <laughs> nice. Actually, fun fact, one of me and the gingerbread man's very first dates was to go see Tim perform at the Funny Bone and it was so much fun. Like I guarantee if I told, if I told him that he's performing again this weekend, yeah. we'll end up there. Well, there you go. See, you refer to your guys as the gingerbread man? It's a long story. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll put some time aside. I don't want to hear that. Uh, and and it sounds like uh, your shows create love that lasts a so lifetime. You never so. know what could happen. Yeah, that, man, I should be doing that in all the spots for the show. Like, right. you could fall in love. I mean, look at look at you guys. That, I remember that. You were like on a date, this mm-hmm. guy, and it I was, was like, so new. he seems cool. He was so nice. I was like, I feel good about this. And uh, yeah, I take credit for this. This is this is incredible. What I'll was the joke that some. did it? Yeah, what was it? What was the joke? What was the story? When I tell you even jokes that I was meh about, he was sitting there crying. He loved every yeah. minute of it. That's awesome. I love that Casey's on it. She's like, I mean, <laughs> half your act I don't really care for. But yeah. Gingerbread Man's a fan all the way through. <laughs> he is. We I love should that. get him in there all six shows. I need, I need all those laughs, so that'll be good. You can sit this one out. That's awesome. Uh, St. Streets of St. Charles, again, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So you got six to choose from. Uh, stlewisfunnybone.com has all the details. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. Tim Convy, the star of The Courtney Show. Thank you so much Thanks, for guys. joining us today. Spin the wheel so we see what game you're going to be playing today. Gen Z slang. This is perfect because literally yesterday, Remy thought he could get me with millennial slang words. So now you have to be tested to prove that you're not as old as you pretend to be. Dang. Okay, I'm ready. Well, we've got Gary from Imperial on the phone. Just kidding. Gary's gone. Either way. No, he's there. I see him. Okay. After we're done playing. Gary, you will guess how many answers that Remy got correctly. So let's get down to it. Number one. Remy, can you define the word, the Gen Z slang word, scent? 
I have to define it? Also, well, I mean, give me your best. What does it mean? Uh, scent. S-E-N-T, scent? Yes. Uh, went for it. Went, uh, I I sent it. I went, I went for broke. I went, I... I'll give you half a point for that. Can you also define it in the sense of sending me? If oh, I said yeah, sending you, me? Yeah, if you were to uh, be upset really quickly, something uh, triggered you. Okay. Number two. Eight. Eight it. That eight. Oh, yeah. A-T-E. Like, get you some, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? I just always envision when uh, when Carpenter was playing and he had the salsa and all the guys would go, eat, eat, and, and like after a great play or something. That's that's what comes to mind, even though it's probably not the Gen Z terminology for it. Uh, indulge, like get it, girl, that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> get you some. Number three, define caught in 4K. Caught in 4K? Caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is a game that we played at my grandparents' house called Croquet. <laughs> caught in 4K. Caught in 4K. Uh, I caught what you were doing uh, visibly in 4K. I. It's clear to me what you were doing. Okay. Yeah. Gary from Imperial. How many of these questions do you think that Remy got correctly? Hello. Hi, Gary. Yeah, How many I, questions do you think Remy yeah, got here. correctly? One, two, or three? All right. I think I got three. I think I was a flawless victory. Are you serious? No. No. Uh, you did not get three correctly. I will say, okay, so our first question sent. You kind of got that one right. Sending me, saying some you something was sent, also similar to a millennial's, I can't even, or I'm dead, essentially meaning the same thing as having a strong reaction of surprise. Okay. I kind of gave you that, a half a point. Eight, ate that, ate it. That means to tell someone that they're doing a great job or that they did really well. You ate that. You ate that up. She oh. ate. Okay. So I'll give you a half a point for that one too because you were on the right track. Forget yourself. Caught in 4K <laughs> means that you caught someone red-handed and you have digital evidence, like oh. screenshots. So you've got someone on video. You've caught them in 4K. That makes sense. So you did not get those correctly, but we will still give Gary these tickets to go see Winona for the very last time. Sound good, Gary? Awesome. Thank right. you. There he, is. there he is. There he is. He's arrived. Sorry. He was busy, I guess. Let's go. <laughs> you did surprisingly better on the Y2K terminology than I did on that. but I know, which is crazy because I thought you were going to do better. Yeah. You spend a lot of time on TikTok. I'm going to go and mow the lawn now or something. Mm. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Remy, we've got to make 2023 the year of doing things and accomplishing goals that we have talked about on the air. Because all these country stars keep stealing your thunder. All these country stars have massive amounts of money. Remember when you said you were going to be the voiceover artist for the Disney World monorail? Oh, yeah. And then next thing we know, Garth Brooks is taking voiceover gigs on, like, Nat Geo. Yeah. Now here's Thomas Rhett saying that 2023, or maybe in a couple years once his daughters start to get a little older, he's going to take on your goal 
of being a pilot. I have so many pilots in my family. My brother-in-law, Grayson, is a pilot. My father-in-law is a pilot. A lot of my close friends are pilots. I think it would take a little more trust on my own end to trust that I could do it right. I don't know, maybe I'll become a very detail-oriented person over the next five years and decide that getting my pilot's license is something I'd want to do. Where you at? Uh, where are you at? I'm going to need like $10,000 and lots more time. That's where I'm at. It just, it, it takes so much time. Like you got to be flying two, three times a week if you want to actually retain that knowledge. You know? I do know because this all flies back to earlier this morning when we were talking about Bachelor and you said that you stopped watching The Bachelor like 10 years ago and you didn't yeah. know why. And I yeah. said, I know why. It's because you had kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what happened. You got to watch that like twice a week. You got to fly these planes like twice a week. I also have to convince my wife who would think it would probably be a dangerous thing, you know? Well, yeah. The first question you asked me was, who should my first passenger be? Yeah, I said, so I say I take I take the training. I get my pilot's license. Who's going to be my first passenger? Casey, you going out? No. And that's that. Even, even after like 50, 60 hours in the sky, you still wouldn't trust me? No. So you've had it for like 10 years, then uh, I would be more okay. down. But no, I will not sign up to be your first passenger after getting your license. Who would? You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, who's doing that for a 16-year-old either? You know, it's like, oh, I think you need to take a few more times around the block yeah, before right? I get in that car with you, yeah. sir. Either way, very cool of Thomas Rhett. I had no idea he had so many pilots in his family, or at least on Lauren's side of the family. But we talk about this a lot. A lot of country stars have their pilot's license, like Dustin Lynch. Um, Chris, Chris Jansen. Jansen literally flies himself to Jingle Fest. Yeah. Which I wish he would talk about on stage. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you don't want to get too, like... Well, I fly my own jet no, here. I'm no. gonna fly home and spend my night in my bed. No big deal. It's just my carbon <laughs> footprint. No, I'm just kidding. But either way, very cool of Thomas Red. I think it would be cool if you got your pi- pilot's license so it gave you guys something to talk about when he comes in town in May at the Enterprise Center. Remy and Casey. We gotta go to the islands. The islands? Yeah. Ah, uh, I get it now. Yeah. Congratulations on Casey getting engaged late last year. November, right? November 19th. So we've been kind of going through all of your wedding stuff as you start to plan the big day. Right, because as I'm finding out, which you don't really know until it happens, how much that entails. Yeah. How much the planning process really does need to start like a year in advance. And you're doing something unique where you're going to a destination. You're having a destination wedding. Yeah. Which kind of changes things from the traditional, like having vendors just go to a convention hall and having everybody set up, DJ, all that kind of stuff. So we talked about photography being one of your vendors, obviously. Right. I said, well, I told the WIL listeners, what do I do if you've been in this situation? I don't think I want to trust a resort photographer that is provided, Uh but I also, do I want to pay for a photographer here in St. Louis to travel? Because, you know, I'm going to have to travel for them to fly and to stay and then for the pictures themselves. So what do I do? We did have somebody reach out. That's true. You can find a photographer and a videographer there. If you don't want to pay for their travel fees and their stay Plus the pictures, try to find somebody local, and there are a phenomenal amount of them each destination location. Which was an awesome idea. So as of yesterday, I took her advice, and I have a photographer-videographer. And it's someone that, it's an American that lives at my destination. 
and that way they can just show up day of. Talk about a dream job. You get to live in paradise. You only really work on the weekends. Right. Like two days a week. How many weddings did you say this guy does in a month? He says like eight a month. A month? Yeah. A month? Yeah. Eight a month. And judging by what I'm paying him, I mean, I hope he's doing it. Either way, this, I loved hearing from our listeners because I would have never even considered this as an option. Oh my gosh. I, just, I, I can't get over the fact that this dude's just taking pictures of weddings and doing video and stuff and he's making bank. Mm-hmm. I know. I guess there are cons to living in like a Mexico or whatever. Like actually being a citizen and having to live day-to-day life. I don't know, he, unless he lives on one of the resorts. Listen, I don't know is, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is I'm excited to now have one more thing crossed off my list. And as of about eight o'clock last night, I've also made, in six months in advance, my first appointment for dress shopping. Oh, wow. Where are you going? Hello. I'm going to a place um, over on the Illinois side. But I, okay. knowing me, I mean, and I'm the type of girl that tried on 300 prom dresses back in high school. <laughs> so I'm going to want to try on a bunch and go to a bunch of different places. Okay. So you're taking that to your destination. We, taking, you got to take the dress. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But that wouldn't be something you would buy there. No, you get it here. <laughs> I think you said you transport it. Um, so is that, is there any other like advice other than like, you know where you're going to get your wedding dress? Is there any other advice that you need right now? I would say. We're over a year out. Like I said, I'm going to try on a thousand. Yeah. So I'm going to need to go to different places. If you're some, if you, you really loved your dress experience somewhere around here, or if you're someone that maybe works at a boutique, we'd love to hear about it. You could probably comment on our 92.3 WIL Facebook page or on any of our socials and let us know. Or, um. Even just call us. 314-954-9230. I think especially just overall being a destination wedding, there's a lot of different like tips and tricks. So if you have any of those, please let us know. It's like the WIL listeners are my wedding planners. Yeah. This is working out so well. We are trying to get as much free advice as we can for Casey as she's planning her wedding, her destination wedding. Might as well. And we were looking for what? Wedding dress vendors, which there are a million Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah, there are. (laughs) <laughs> so I just got married in October and I went to Cleo's bridal for my dress and I went to like five different places in two days, but that's the place that totally stood out and I got my dress there. Cleo's bridal, where is that at? It's in St. Charles, um, actually off of Main Street, No Fallon. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling. What's your name? Adele. Adele, we appreciate that. Thanks. See ya. See ya. I feel like this is one of those things where you're like, I need a financial advisor. Could all financial advisors please call right now? Because right. there's and then so many different lights up. Yeah, there's so many different wedding dress uh, uh, places that you can get that. But if you've got a place in mind that you like, give us a call 314-954-9230. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 923 WIL. On a scale of one to ten, Casey, how comfortable are you on an airplane? And when I when I say comfort, I don't mean like I'm scared of planes. I mean like sitting in the seat, comfort. No one's comfortable. I would get, I would maybe give it like a five. A five? Yeah. Okay. I, I would have to rate it like a three. It's maybe. so bad. Uh, I mean, at least I give it a five because at least you're sitting down. Yeah. And you have like an armrest to lean on. Yeah. Being 6'3", my knees are always pushed up against the seat, the seat in front yeah. of me. Just always. And it seems like... That space is getting smaller and smaller Yeah. as the years go by. Well, as if air travel couldn't get any worse, airliners are now starting to phase out one of the most controversial options passengers have. 
the airplane the airplane seat recline button. It's getting phased out. It's getting phased out. And honestly, oh my gosh, we only have so much. <laughs> Uh, if you've been on a Frontier flight, I feel like they have phased them out a while ago. Yeah, you don't get anything on that flight. At one point in time, all economy class air uh, airline seats had a built-in recline. Today, there are entire seat models that simply do not have that option. And you know there are people listening right now who are like, who really cares? It's only three inches back. Well, listen, that three inches can make a big difference on a nine-hour flight. I, yeah, you're right. That's true. For airlines, the seat itself, so with that option, that seat costs more. It also weighs more. And from the flight attendant standpoint, it causes so many arguments yeah. in the cabin yeah. that a lot of times these flight attendants are having to play like playground supervisors at that point. I get that, yeah. So that's another reason why they're phasing it out. They also said that if an airline can save one inch of space per row, then that's 30 inches, which can fit another entire row in a plane. Oh, my gosh. They're just jamming them all in. It's so, it is so uncomfortable already. You've got to think, if they're working on this, you've got to be able to make it more comfortable. Yeah. If you're going to take away, like, the little things that do exist, you got to be given some. got to give us something back. When are we going to get, like, that Uber in the sky? You know what I mean? You can just take a little private Uber wherever Oh, you I think want. that's coming. I think I know, it might be coming soon. I think in the major in major cities they have helicopter Uber, which you can do, like New York and LA do. and things like that. I mean, it's not not cheap, but if you, if you when want the big a little time bit of comfort, need to go somewhere, yeah. that's what they do. I was not alive during this era, but they used to serve food on planes. Uh-huh. Like you'd go somewhere and you'd get like a meal, lunch, or dinner or whatever. And now it's just like Biscoff cookies, which I'm not complaining about. All right, I'll keep those because those are delicious. In fact, keep the pretzels and nuts. I'll take. The cookies. You know what? You can have your reclining seat as long as I get my Biscoff cookies. That's all I got to say about that. A fair trade, I think. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Powered by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. For heating service and repairs, visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we honor Joe Bell from Imperial. Joe is a sergeant for the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department and has been with the SLMPD for several years. He's a hard worker and a great father to his children and a husband to his wife. He is dedicated to work and his family. He was nominated by Terry Shonoff. And he also sent us a request song. He wants to hear some Morgan Wallen, The Way I Talk. If you know a hometown hero, it might be a police officer like Joe. It might be a firefighter, somebody who does awesome things in your community. Let us know at 923WIL.com. 923WIL, new country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. What do you think David Nail's doing today? Mm, he's still making songs about St. Louis. Yeah. That's true. He's, yeah. he's not living here, though. He lives in Nashville. Oh, gotcha. He's got to come back here every once in a while, though, right? He's from, what's it called? That Kenneth, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Ken something? I don't know. I think you're right. Is it Kenneth or Kennerly? I don't know why those two names come. <laughs> Kennerly <laughs> is South County. <laughs> <laughs> Kennerly is my daughter's name. Now, uh, if you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the podcast today. We had the superstar of the Courtney show on our show, Tim Conby. Hey, He's got some uh, comedy shows coming up in uh, the streets of St. Charles Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'm sure they've got all the information on the Courtney show's uh, Facebook page. So go check that out. Like I said, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. Cast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 WIL.